Whale, have I got some tech news for you. Did you notice I said whale I there instead of well? Because of the whale land party that's happening next weekend oh, and for which tickets. No, no cryptos, but tickets are available now. You should buy them and don't, don't buy that other thing. China's efforts to establish its own chip making capabilities seem to have paid off as the country's Semiconductor Manufacturing International Corp, or SMIC, has reportedly shipped its minor VA Bitcoin miner system on chip using seven nanometer technology. It was thought that SMIC was still developing its 14 nanometer tech in an attempt to challenge Intel's world record for longest amount of time stuck on the same process. Well, they just changed the name. That's true, it's still 14 nanometer. But no, turns out they've either gotten a hold of equipment that can make seven nanometer chips in spite of US sanctions barring the sale of chip making tech based on 10 nanometer or beyond, or they've developed their own seven nanometer tech, skipping forward two generations in record time. I mean, is this really that surprising? They can build a hospital during a lunch break. <laughs> Great job, country of China. Now apply that same determination to human rights and that'll be real progress, okay. Speaking of rights, how about the freedom to criticize a company for overpricing the hell out of their custom PCs? Tech YouTuber Greg Salazar has brought attention to a scandal surrounding Overkill Computers, a system integrator that bullied and harassed TikToker Circuit Board for simply pointing out just how overpriced Overkill's PCs were. Overkill was selling builds for over $1,000 more than the price of the components based on the PC part picker lists. And after Circuit Board drew attention to this, Overkill sent him a cease and desist demanding he take down every video and even every comment referencing Overkill. The reasoning, according to Overkill's owner, Lucas, is that some ex-employees reached out to Circuit Board to talk about the company, which apparently breached the employees' NDAs. But as Greg points out, NDAs don't apply to people who didn't sign the NDA. And pointing to two different prices and saying this one is too much isn't defamation. I'm not a lawyer, but Right? I think it sounds good. I think Greg's good. Anyways, with Artesian and now Overkill, I guess system integrators acting scummy and then imploding on social media is going to be the hottest trend of the rest of 2022, other than the debilitating heat waves. And Amazon has paid $3.9 billion to acquire One Medical, a company that operates more than 180 medical clinics across the US in the tech giant's latest move to unironically become a real-life cyberpunk corpo pseudo state. Your Amazon Prime subscription could soon come with free shipping, cloud storage, and yearly physicals. The catch? You have to do them in Amazon's mental health booths. Get in there. While One Medical provided a range of much needed telehealth services during the pandemic, they were also investigated by Congress for leveraging its supply of vaccines to push $200 membership subscriptions, while hoarding vaccines for staff, friends, and family, causing some counties to stop allocating vaccines to the company. I'm sure being acquired by Amazon, a corporation known for its respective employees and customers, will straighten One Medical right out. They're tough but fair. Now it's time for Quick Bits, brought to you by PDF Element, the app that makes converting, editing, and signing PDFs super simple. And that's not even all it can do. This thing is like a PDF Swiss Army knife. PDF Element can recognize text inside images using their optical character recognition engine, lets you add notes and annotations, easily create fillable PDF forms to collect analysis-ready data from your clients, and you can protect everything with a password or redact sensitive info. The 9.0 update just launched with a new UI and editing refinements, so to get 60% off, click the link below. Part of your TechLink subscription, which is also free. We are so great. While much of the gaming industry tries desperately to read the room regarding NFTs, do we like them? 
are they the worst? Microsoft-owned Minecraft developer Mojang has come out in opposition, saying NFT integration with the game will not be supported or allowed. Never. <laughs> Asked if the news swayed his opinion on NFTs, Tim Sweeney said the Epic Game Store will leave the choice of whether to mess with NFTs or not to game developers and players. Which makes sense if you're all about open platforms like Sweeney is, but one does wonder whether certain communities who keep getting hacked and rug pulled need some kind of protection. Meta is being sued by the second company that is also named Meta for changing their name from Facebook to Meta. VR company Meta X LLC has been known as Meta since 2010 and filed a lawsuit after talks with Facebook over the name change broke down. Another company called Meta Company also took issue with Meta's transformation last year. It's all confusing enough even if you don't mention the fact that discussing the fact that Meta's name change is causing problems with other Metas is pretty Meta in itself. I just liked that. Neopets is still around for the sole purpose of serving older internet users' nostalgia, as well as being a target for hackers, who managed to compromise 69 million accounts this week. Not nice at all. The hackers tried to sell the site's complete database and source code, including emails, passwords, and other personal info, for four Bitcoin or around 100,000 USD. Sense. So Neopets users may want to look out for identity theft, change their passwords, and maybe switch to collecting Pokemon like a normal person. Razer has launched the hyper-polling wireless dongle for its gaming mice, which promises to supercharge the polling rate of the Viper V2 Pro, Death Adder V3 Pro, or Basilisk V3 Pro, from 1,000 hertz to 4,000 4, hertz. Wow. The dongle is 30 bucks, which doesn't seem like too much at all when you compare it to the happiness you'll receive from all the online gaming matches that you shall surely win once you have the hyper-polling wireless dongle. And a video showing a robot heavily resembling Boston Dynamics Spot firing a submachine gun at targets has made the rounds this week. I didn't even realize that was a pun when I wrote that. It's unclear whether the bot is acting autonomously or being directly controlled, but regardless, the demonstration serves to remind us that we now live in a world in which possibly evil robot dogs with guns exist. And the only way to stop them is to make our own good robot dogs with guns. Let's get that going. And let's get the weekend going, am I right? The freaking week. Come back on Monday for more tech news. I'm going to be on vacation for two weeks, but James is going to take real good care of you guys.